0: Get ready for the new Dan Fogler 4D Experience Podcast. You will enjoy yourself. Well, his name was Burn Gorman, and he wielded a giant axe, and he chopped off the head of lizards, and he put them on his back. And he sliced open a wizard and he ripped out his heart because his name was Bird Garmin. Hello? Mr. Pogler? <laughs> yes. Hello, my yes. brother. Can you hear me? Yes, I've got you loud and clear. How's it How's it coming through to you? Dude, it's wonderful. We're recording. Are you ready to run? Got it. Ready to so roll. Where right are you right now? But
1: I'm in, the uh, United Kingdom, just outside London, in Londonium, and I've just taken my kid to his second to last GCSE exam. Oh. So yeah, that's, that, that's, that's why I'm in London at the moment. How is your kid? My oldest is Max and he is nearly 16, 16 next week. Oh wow. And, uh, I've, yeah, I've got two other girls. I know you have daughters, right? i I have a uh, Nell,
0: who's 13, and Rosie, who's 7. Wow. Huh? So you got two in the teen world. Yes. <laughs> 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 yes. Yeah, I have, uh, I got a, yeah, I got a 10-year-old, and I got a 6-year-old, but we you about the cliches, because I'm preparing for them.
1: <laughs> but just the fact that, I don't know, I mean, I, I thought I was pretty good company, but, I, they, they just <laughs> seem to want to be around me I mean what you know, what's the problem <laughs> at all uh, so you're like okay but there we are yeah they show their in independence the, yeah, yeah exactly it's part of the process isn't it I was a feral I was a little shit you <laughs> know <laughs> so you were like a, you got you got in trouble yeah I mean, I, I was not at home a lot. I was just out on the street. I was brought up in a commune, and so my parents were not exactly present all the time, so
0: I just got on with my thing, you know? Well, you, Yeah, people, kids don't play outside anymore, you know? I used to play, I used to wake up at the crack of dawn and just be outside before, before anybody <laughs> woke up and just get it, just like a million, like just killing off like at least eight of my nine lives before you know anybody <laughs> even came out.
1: Exactly <laughs> That's fine. Yeah. I suspect we both landed on our heads a few times. That may explain a yeah, few yeah. things. Um, <laughs> but same, yeah. I just remember being told, like, come back for dinner, and that was it. I mean, I I do mourn that because you, you are you in London at the moment, Dan? I am. Yeah, I am. Yeah.
0: Yeah. There's uh, great parks and, and stuff. stuff. But, yeah, this is it. So I was looking up your name, and you know, your name is already cool because, like, Burn Burn Gorman. Like, I, I I write like comic books, and I was like, that that would be an amazing name for like a like a hitman, you know, <laughs> or like like, a, <laughs> you, know, like
1: a, you can have it, Dan. Get it in Moon Lake. Come on. It, okay, yeah. <laughs> what the
0: hell not? You can be you. you we'll, we'll, I'll, fa- I'll fashion a character after <laughs> you, where you're like, you know, on your off hours, you're you're a hitman. <laughs>
1: yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it makes it makes a nice change from the acting. I can tell you that much.
0: So I look up, I look up everybody's name, and I try to find the poetry of their name, you know, what their name means. And I, after I did it for you, I guess I realized that some of it was like bullshit from Wikipedia. <laughs> like somebody, <laughs> somebody messed with your name. Yeah. I, I mean, so you're, I have a confession.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Go on. Sorry. Yeah. What is it?
0: What's your confession? Man? What's your confession?
1: Okay. So one of the actors I admire the most is Michael Gambon, the great Gambon. And, um, oh, yeah. I remember seeing him as full staff at the National Theatre and reading an article where he said, because he gets bored very easily, or he did do, and he, he used to just make up things in interviews. love that. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah I love that. Oh, cool, cool. So this was pre-social media, kind of. You know, having a phone or something, and I was just like, yeah, yeah, my name's Berndhue Winchester-Gorman, and I race bullfrogs. You know, being <laughs> being dumb. Of course, I I didn't think about it at the time, but then once it's out there, it's it's hard to get it back in the box. So, just to confirm, I I have not got Winchester in my name. That's complete bullshit and makes me sound like a a real asshole. They sound like
0: you were raised by cowboys or something.
1: (laughs) (laughs) My boy. Thank God. Thank God, yeah. It was uh, much more pedestrian than that. But my, my dad was a professor of, of linguistics as well as being very alternative. So, you know, he, he studied Anglo-Saxon and as you know, Bern is, you know, really an Anglo-Saxon is, is, is stream, you know, is river, burn. You know, he also used to call me a little streak of piss, so I, I, I don't know, I mean. <laughs> okay, hold on. So, yeah. all right, let's,
0: so let's, go in, let's go into that. So your first name, Bern, is means stream or brook. Let's just go yeah, with that. Right. It's it's nicer. So <laughs> Hugh is was Hugh is Hugh real? Hugh is real. Yes, my, make... every
1: every man in, in my family is called Hugh as the second name. My dad,
0: his dad, his dad, etc. etc. Okay, so Hugh means uh, heart or spirit, and in Winchester, which I looked up, <laughs> you know, <laughs> uh, means <laughs> fort. It means fort or walled city. Did you know that?
1: (laughs) Oh, I did not. (laughs) Yeah.
0: (laughs) Okay. And Gorman, check this out, man. Gorman, gore means dark blue. And Gorman means nobleson. So it's dark blue noble sun. What do you think about all that? So stream, heart, Dark Blue Noble Sun. That's like the poetry of your name.
1: <laughs> well, I, I've been told before, my, my family is from the west coast of Ireland, from Mayo and Sligo. And uh, I was told that the blue, you know, in, in the distant past was a very expensive color to make. So the only people that would have it would be, you know, not, not necessarily a king, but, a, you know, there are lots of kings in Ireland. Lots of nobles in Ireland, you know, in the different parts. But yeah, that was known to me, yeah. Uh, also, the motto, Gorman, is Casa Agus Dana Air, which means first in battle, last in war. Uh, so I take that as first in
0: the pub, uh, last to the pub. <laughs> yeah. <you know>. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's great, man. That's great. I love it. You're. Yeah, I mean, okay, so the dark blues, you know, jumped out at me because of what Ruddy says to you in the offer. He's just all, this is a movie about this is a movie about ice blue people who you love to hate or something. What the fuck does he say? Yeah. Yeah, that's a good
1: point. I want to make a film about ice blue terrifying people who you love. Yeah. Yeah, who you love. And then Ah. you go, brilliant. (laughs)
0: <laughs> I love it. I, I kinda you know, that's kind of a synchronicity there I think. So are you having fun
1: playing Charlie Bloodhorn? Oh Dan, it's one of those special special projects I don't know if you agree, but that comes along every so often where you feel very perhaps led or simpatico with the character you're playing. And yeah, it's been a real, real pleasure, you know, trying to honor this very seemingly eccentric, uh, mercurial, you know,
0: sometimes crazy guy. I've loved it. I loved every single scene you were in. Every single fucking bit, man. I uh, I really enjoyed your performance. I I, you know, I have some favorite performances. I think Matthew oh. Matthew Good did oh. an amazing job, um, like like spectacular and uh, and but I put you guys in a similar category because you're fucking swinging for the fences, man. I mean, you guys like, you 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 made a choice. You made a fucking and you, and you guys are and I love those I love those kind of people who can go broad and ground it and make it work. I mean, like my favorite actors are are those actors that are able to pull that off. Like I am constantly looking for parts like that to play where you could play a real character, you know, and you get to, and I, and anyway, you got to, you got to play this, this character that over the course of it, you really get to see, um, an arc, you know, you get to see his heart, And you get to see where his heart is. You know, first you see that his heart is in the money. And then you see, man, no, he's giving these fucking creatives a shot. You know, it's not like oil runs in this guy's veins. You know, this guy has good taste, you know. And he is employing people with good taste. And and then this monologue or something you say to to Evans at one point, you know, the reason why it's so important to make these movies because it's about the distraction from the, from the horrors of the world. And then you, then you realize, Oh, you know, this guy is, uh, this guy is yeah. dealing with some, some deep, deep trauma. And so, yeah, that's yeah. my spiel about it. That's why I love the character. And I loved every moment, you know, every, every, I, I had a few Scenes with you, just little bits, but I, I loved every minute of it. And um, so, yeah. Man, what was your favorite? What was your favorite scene? Well, this, this seems like a backslabbing exercise,
1: but you know who my favorite character is. I think I told you that you, uh, when you appear on screen, the the whole thing lifts, and I genuinely mean that, Dan. I I was absolutely entirely uh, intoxicated by your portrayal from the, from the moment you come on it's just a sense of relief like ah okay, now it really gets going now this is a, it's coppola but it's also a, a, a beautiful performance so, so a lot of my favourite things are with you and particularly when you're creating the scenes of you in the bathroom you know, with the young Al Pacino, how measured it is, how how sort of intimate it is, the way that you put him at ease. You know these beautiful little touches, down and I, and I did notice them, and I'm so happy for you. I, I think this is a beautiful portrayal, and the guy is Coppola. I mean, fuck, you know, he's still he's still around. It's like it's a big Big deal, and I think you've just played it perfectly.
0: I hope you're pleased. I really am. I am. I'm gonna add. I'm gonna add backslapping sound effects in here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, please. Yeah, that's right. Okay. Yeah, everyone can turn off at this point. Like, oh god. <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> no, but I wanna. I wanna hear what what scene that you. I know, I know I have my favorites, but what, what scene like, was your absolute favorite to, to play in this?
1: You know, there's so many, but I, the ones I responded to really as a, an actor when I was feeling pretty nervous about the size of the thing. We t- we've talked about, you know, you, you play large characters, and I, and I have played a few in, in my time, and, and I've really failed at some of them. and, and over egg the pudding, I would say. But then that's part of being an actor, isn't it? You've got to fucking, excuse me, you, you have to swing for it. You have to give it 100% and believe in it. But when I was working with the delightful Juno Temple, and I know you, you had some great scenes with her as well, Juno Literally. has that, say, right? She has an energy which just draws you into the scene and makes it entirely present. And when i was doing those early scenes with her it was somehow her character betty and juno herself sort of humanized charlie a bit and calmed him down and it just felt like it was a human talking to a human which is a lot of the reason i watch films and maybe everyone else we learn don't we we observe other humans interacting they, they were the scenes that really helped me when I was pretty nervous at the beginning, you know? And that, there's a few scenes where I'm having dinner with her and just saying to her, look, what are you going to do with your life? And I
0: love those, Dan.
1: You know? Just people talking.
0: Loved, I loved all, okay, I loved all your scenes with her. I loved specifically the scene where the, uh, the other schmuck uh, board member comes in that's and uh, and you start barking at I him. him. <laughs> oh, oh, yes. yes. <laughs> I, th- I thought that was brilliant. Yeah.
1: Have you, I mean, is that, was that... Well, have you ever read that in a script before, in one of the characters you're playing? I was going to ask if
0: it was in the script. The, I mean, I guess, yeah, you you set it up with, you know, the metaphor about the dog, you know, never shows his belly or something. But shit, man. I mean, I, we had some great scenes to play. I, I really loved that. I love that bit. And you come back to the uh, bar and you finish your drink. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, Dana, apparently this is what Charlie would do. I mean, you know, <laughs> yeah. that he was as the last, you know, lots of people talked about it, the mad Austrian of wall street, the last romantic businessman. I think Barry Dillard talked, you know, but he was uh, so enthusiastic and, slept very little and just had one of those, you know, those people that just burn brightly would no way be in charge nowadays. It just wouldn't be tenable with his with what's said about him. I don't know. But but yeah, I mean that that was kind of the least of the things he would do. Apparently. I don't know because there, obviously there's no video that I saw of him. It's just what people have said and a New Yorker profile and Stuff like that but I, I knew about his past as an immigrant very poor arrived with nothing the genuine american dream happened and suddenly he's in Chinseltown, you know does it does it ever wear off dan that excitement of say walking onto the paramount lot or the warner lot you know i challenge any actor who doesn't get a little thrill from that you know should should have a word with themselves
0: you know oh yeah yeah You see those water towers and you see those streets that are in your favorite movies yeah you You never lose you you know you have to have that whimsy and you have to have that you know there's 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 not a lot of magic left in the world and (laughs) but there is and there is in movies it's it's there man there's miracles happen and we make magic yeah. if it's good, you know, that if the alchemy's right. Both, yeah. <laughs> yeah. My other favorite bit, and I really, I mean, I I really, I hope everybody gets notices and, and nominated, you know, everyone, like, we, it deserves some kind of ensemble award, you know, like, everybody is so fucking great, yeah. and... What am I, I like, I already mentioned the scene where you're talking to Evans, and you, you talk about why we make these movies for the distraction from the horror. I thought that was amazing. I also thought that, I mean, you're basically, you know, Giovanni is, is the the main Don mafia character, but you're the Don on our side. Like you're the Don in our family. You know, everyone's coming to you for favors. And, you know, in your office, and there's a lot of parallels and. So I felt like you achieved that. You were, you know, you were, uh, you, you induced fear and um, you were also like a father figure. And I felt all that. It was, it was great, man. And one of my, uh, my last favorite bit just to to keep slapping your back, is in the scene we were celebrating at the bar. <laughs> and like um, Penis like, uh, Juno's calling, calling, uh, calling the, uh, saying that he's a la penis over and over again. And, and she finally <laughs> leaves them alone and walks away. And, and Colin says, uh, she doesn't like me very much. And then you walk up with the biggest fucking smile. And you're like, no one does. <laughs> Cheers. Oh, I fucking love man. that. Man. Oh, it's so
1: funny, man. That was a lovely scene, wasn't it? That we we were yeah. all in it. Together, but we were kind of just hanging around all day, weren't we? You know, in, in in the different setups of the scene. It was great to see to see everyone at work and to meet, you know, Justin who played Marlon. And I mean, shit, there's some really good performances, man. That could have gone
0: so wrong. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Oh, speaking, that's my other favorite bit when like, fucking he walks up to you and he says. Charlie, you should have have looked after me. Your your reaction is so priceless. You're just like, what? What happened now? Oh, my God. (laughs) uh, What
1: what, 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 what the fuck's the matter? What the the fuck's the matter now?
0: Oh, I love that, man. That was fucking great. And that was in the script, too, right? I mean, it had to be. What a joy. I had such a blast, man. Such a blast. I really hope the people that are still alive. I, I really hope that they give us our, you know, the stamp, their stamp of approval. You know, it's funny though,
1: right? Imagine that a story is told about about you. Let's say, you know, forty <laughs> yeah. years of time, somebody does the story of the, you know, Dan Fogler, whatever. You're not. How can you possibly like it? Like, it, it, you know, <laughs> you, when you were younger. And uh, dare I say, you know, dashing and, you know, doing things and, I don't know, man. It's like some things get preserved in aspic. Some things just get preserved in people's minds as these holy things that you can't touch, you know. And I wonder, I wonder, I don't know, I don't, uh, yeah. It's it's fascinating to me. Um, The resonance that the Godfather has 50 years later it still seems so fresh and that people's response to anything about The Godfather, you know, they have an opinion on it, a strong opinion,
0: you know. (laughs) Yeah, the blasphemy, the audacity. That's why I think the reviewers were so scathing. But uh, the people, they fucking love it, man. Uh, uh, I hope you're getting nothing, I hope you're getting amazing feedback. Yeah, I mean, I... I, I
1: genuinely don't
0: read reviews, but I heard that people were, uh,
1: you know, they had opinions on it. But everyone else, anyone who has an interest in cinema, anyone at all, there are so many juicy little things in it, which me as a, a, you know, I'm a a film lover, and just about alone, I think there's so much in there. And, And I've, yeah, people have been saying that they've really, really got into it, and also you know I think like you've got miles at the center of it, and i I love his performance he's really he grounds it the center of the compass, so that the rest of us can kind of you know play these yeah. sort of larger than life characters but but you know it's a fascinating story i, I I've got to say i, I just yeah. Did did you do loads of research obviously you did loads of research, Dan, but that particular time, that wonderful time in Hollywood, when all these incredible films were coming through and, you know, Peter Bart's involvement in getting the scripts optioned and stuff like it's just it's just such a it was such a heady time, wasn't it, you know?
0: Yeah, I was I thought it stayed in the picture when it first came out. So, you know, that's about oh. all of this, obviously. And, oh. and when I saw the Godfather, when I was, a, you know, a teen and, and cool. on like videotape, you know, and I was like, oh my God. Yeah. And it just blew my mind and watched Hearts of Darkness and, and just basically dissected everything about Coppola and about, you know, everyone that was in the Godfather, the whole ensemble. Yeah. Basically all the all those actors you could get through them and you basically hit on all the, you know, major actors of our generation and so an I uh it was yeah, that was my school at the beginning. That was, that's so um so by the by when I felt like I kinda understood Coppola and then to to play him at the point where he's trying to make a mark and prove himself and mm. he's hungry and he's he's really got a lot to say, but he's 30 and he's <laughs> like, you know, I mean, yeah. he's really got a yeah. really shout loud to be heard. And um, and he's obviously a genius winning Academy Awards for Patton. Like you read that oh, script well. and you're like, yeah, you know, you're like, oh my God, yeah. like, But like like with Orson Welles syndrome, um, I I understood what it's like to be someone who is hungry and you know really wants to prove themselves and is maybe being put into a certain you know pigeonhole in some way, and uh, I just I I I got it I got I I understood it. But uh, then you said something to me, and during that process. When we were, those first few days when we were rehearsing, which was great, like I, I really enjoyed that process with Dexter, and uh, yeah. and I think, I think the first time I saw you, we passed, I can't remember, yeah. in the, hall, the hallway. And yeah, we it was a uh, couple or, or something, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and um, you said something like, we just nodded at each other, and, and you smiled, and you said, I'm glad you're on and I was in a, and I was like, okay, yeah. I was like, yeah, I'm glad you're on right. this. <laughs> and I was like, you know, in my head, I was like, I have, am I, like, I have everybody me. in the world like play and Me, like, I, you know, I don't know if I would have chosen me. Like, you know what I mean? I, I was in a point of, yeah. You know, I think everybody who was was playing somebody who was, you know, like a basically, a, you know, a legend stepping into that role. It's like you have to have some. Some trepidation there, so uh, yeah. And you put me at ease. You put me at ease. You're like, I'm glad you're here. I'm like, okay, good. At least somebody's glad I'm here. It's funny, isn't it? The fucking
1: echoes of the Godfather in this casting, you know, because obviously Coppola is a genius at casting. But you know, we all had our we had our tribulations, didn't we? Some of us with this with this thing, you know, because. There's a big uh, studio who, you know, wants eyes on their projects. And, you know, in, in some cases, in my case, for example, it was just like, well, you're not well known enough. You know, it's a simple thing. It's fine. Um, at least, yeah, exactly. you, know, I'm, you know, I'm so glad in the end it went my well way. But, you know, I definitely remember thinking, even if I don't get this, I know if I do get it, I will give it a thousand percent. You know, if even if I fall on my flat on my face, this character needs a thousand percent. You know, he, he there's no holding back. You cannot be frightened. You just have to go for it. Hopefully, it's paid off. You know, but I, I think when I saw you, Dan, it was also a feeling of reassurance for me. I was like, oh, that's a craftsman and um, thank God because he's playing Coppola you know it's going to be it's in safe hands that's what I felt
0: like uh, all the fighting because I love all that stuff I, I, I love boxing I love mixed martial arts and, and any time that I get to do any fighting in film that's like I'm in heaven do you like the action oh,
1: stuff I, I do Dan I'm not I'm not trained like you I, I remember you showed me your, some of your the series that you did. But oh. I, do, I do like it. I trained, first of all, when I first started acting, I trained in, in lots of physical theatre disciplines. I thought you had to really suffer as an actor. So I did lots of tours of Eastern Europe, Grotowski and Meyerhold and all these kind of physical-based um, theatre forms. And I've really I've enjoyed that, you know, in, in my performances. I'm, I've... I love to find how they move and if there's a fight I'm the same as you, I, I love all that. I, I'm, I'm
0: not sure I'm very good at it, but I, I love doing it. What was oh, just to backtrack a second what was Charlie's secret in, in walking? Like what was his what was his movement? Because he had a real specific fucking kind of stiff back thing going on, right? Yes, I, I So the, the, this might sound a bit
1: actory but there's the story I made up, and it's a true story that Charlie, he was an immigrant, and his parents fled from Austria, and they left Charlie in England as they went on to New York, and they and they he was at he was at boarding school there, and he got sent for, but he was there on his own for for a few years with this terrible thick Austrian accent, and you know a very a very you know a volatile character and i came up with this story in my head that he'd often had to be back in a corner he'd have to have his back to the wall
0: oh wow
1: yeah bullied and not to get people taking advantage of him never wanted to get anyone behind him uh, that was just you know just an actuary thing but i sort of tried to get that stiffness of the neck that he you know, he was very economical, almost like a bit of a crab-like shell around him that people couldn't get in at him. But <laughs> I don't know whether that came over, but, but yeah, it was interesting. Yeah. No, I love we can, wearing yeah, love I clothes. Yeah. The suits and the ties, I love all that from that period,
0: you know. Love yeah, that helps too with the with the stiffness and the, but you had it down because when you're, at <laughs> a costume, you're like a, I, I, I noticed you're like a, like a, you like to I'm do a no, you, you I'm like there were a couple of times where you, you came on set and you looked like a beastie boy. I was like, yeah. I was like, we're, oh, we're yeah. ready to party, man. You know, I was like. hey, yeah, come on, Dan. That your, is that your music? Like, is that what you, is, is that what you do? Because you're also a musician. Like, what's, what's your style, man? Well, I'm sort of
1: retired now, Dan, because I'm middle-aged. But I was, I, was, I was definitely a B-boy and uh, was yeah. a boxer, and a drummer and, you know, into all that for many years. So I suppose I, I, I can't get rid of the Sneaker Collection and the um, the Death Lovely. Jam. Yeah. <laughs> but, but yeah, that that's my music, really. i DJed for many years and mainly that was it, funk and soul and hip-hop. And that's what I love. But, but
0: yeah, I love it all. Love it all. Yeah, fucking ah, oh, that's the best stuff to party to, man. That was like ah, oh, it's good, it's good, good stuff. It was good to it was I when I I don't know, it just made me happy, you know, to because you oh, to to see you in your in your you know normal uh, everyday dress, you know. Hey, exactly. so, you ever talk? You ever talk about your parties
1: on it? Sure,
0: why
1: the fuck not, man? Go, go for it. This is because uh, you, all you know how to party, don't you? For those who don't know, Sam <laughs> definitely throws a good party, and uh... Was, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was uh, very happy to be at one of your parties. So I, I was a little squeamish turning up, and that, I had a wonderful time. <laughs> and all I remember is being. Probably the last person to leave, and Dan desperately looking like he wanted needed to go to bed, but was just being very polite. And
0: uh, you know, yeah. no man, I I was in the frame I of mind saying. of I was <laughs> no, I, I was I I was in the frame of mind of party till dawn because yeah, I was I was trying to live in that. 70s mindset, and I was trying to, because we, we were doing that thing, because I had a room open in my house, and Patrick, who plays Puzo, was looking for a place, I was like, man, stay with me, we'll be fucking meta, and um, so we he was Correct. there, and we were we were like being Coppola and Puzo, basically, yes. and Coppola was all about throwing parties, so I was like, man, we have to throw a party every weekend, you know, and, and I was having people over all the time and uh, yeah that, it was those were good times man I I was that was a good right. party oh you had a great spot there yeah and it worked
1: you know the the chemistry between you and Patrick I know you got on anyway but again there's particular scenes in the offer very early on when buddy and you and him hugged. You know, when Patrick comes in at the end, he's like, oh, I want to get in on this. And and suddenly it became very, very human and very
0: real. I love that. Yeah, it was suddenly the Musketeers, man. It was, uh, <laughs> yeah, it was cool. <laughs> yeah. And all, I mean, I'm, I, I took a huge cue from Coppola's directing technique. Uh, I'm going to do that for everything going forward. I'm going to try and, Hang out, spend as much time with the actors as possible. You know, there's one thing you can be like, yeah, I just trust the chemistry. But but there's another thing where you just add those extra layers of familiarity, and it just oh, grounds it fair. all.
1: Yeah. Hey, how about that scene when when Cobbler did get them all together? That that was that was so messy, wasn't yeah. it? It was just so weird to watch it being filmed.
0: It's crazy. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I built that scene up because I read about it. Everyone talked about that scene, you know, in acting school. Like, and because you tried to emulate that, basically, and and so I built that scene up in my head so much. I think we pulled it off. People are, you know, I've been chatting about it, you know, saying, "Oh, wow, that fucking scene was amazing." About about great, but I I had I had it, you know, in my head how I thought it should be. And, um, that was like. And, I, and I'm sure on the day, Colin, uh, who was the director, he was he probably had it built up in his head, but I'm just so happy that it it came off okay. Like, come on, everybody's in that fucking scene. Justin's being Brando and Anthony's being Pacino. And we got fucking James Cotton. Everybody's there, so it's like, it better be great. It's like, we, we had to pull off this amazing magic trick, and thank God we did yeah. it. Oh, God, yeah.
1: Yeah. I, I agree with you. I think the days of uh, because obviously, you know, when you're starting as an actor and you you kind of some some of us have come from a drama school or, you know, most of us come from a bit of theater or whatever. And there's that kind of camaraderie, you're in it together and then you hit a film set for the first time. You're like, oh, I, I don't really get a chance to meet these people unless I, you know, go and knock on their door or in the makeup truck, whatever. And then you're doing a scene, bang. I I do miss that. I I miss that uh, ensemble ensemble feeling. Sometimes, you know, where, like you say, the shorthand then becomes obvious when it's filmed. The kind of chemistry that you have with the the actors that you've got to know, you know.
0: Exactly. How do you? So, so the offer is totally fucking different from Halo. What's going on there, man? I, I haven't gotten to see it, but I've seen trailers, and it looks insane. Like, are you just like? In a spacesuit, shooting the shit out of people, and what was going on
1: in the Halo thing? Well, I mean, the, the, a confession is that I I don't have a streaming service at my house, so I have not watched oh. Halo <laughs> because <laughs> I, I mean, what's, it like, what's it like filming it? Well, dude, it's like one of those things, isn't it? It's this massive property that has a great resonance in the gaming community and and outside, and I love projects like that because i love the passion and the work the years of work that have gone into it bringing this basically you know it's another world which I, again i love being able to do that to jump into these other realities but it was you know what's not to love There was like this guy dressed really eccentrically like a kind of you know overlord and he quoted Shakespeare and Milton and he the only downside was oh. that I get my middle-aged ass out butt naked in a, in a sauna oh. scene oh. and so I was like no one on this planet wants to see burn Truman's ass <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, no one <laughs> I, personally I thought it was a little I don't know but I did I did my utmost. I, I tried to do a few squats for a week before and uh <laughs> and there it is. So so you're welcome, well and I suspect there'll be a few people asking for the money back, but I promise you it will never <clears throat> ever happen again.
0: Oh my god. <laughs> People just yeah, start unsubscribing on during that <laughs> Yeah, that's right. that's
1: that, that wrong with his That is <laughs> repugnant. <laughs> 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 but Dan, I'm, 30 I'm sounding yeah, flippant. I was actually really, really pleased to be part of it. it with, with every great property, you'll have people who won't like it. And you'll have people who love it, won't you? And, and that's what I want to be involved in. I love projects that are, you're either going to hate the character or love the character,
0: but you are not going to have no opinion on it, you know? I mean, About you've done some of my favorite stuff, man, like Dark Knight, Game of Thrones. Okay, so, okay, what, what was it like working with Nolan? Was that cool? Oh,
1: man, it was the best, you know, it was like, just like you'd imagine, you know? like working with an old school, maybe not hit shop, but it was so oh, well. disciplined and quiet. And this is my experience. Of it. My, other people's may be different, but measured. And he was working with the great cinematographer, Wally Pfister, who's had these massive cameras. And then Chris would get on the camera as well. And then he would watch the scene very close to the actors, you know, just, maybe one take, two takes, moving on, it was seamless, oh. it really was, I, I just kept my
0: mouth shut and just watched, I just loved it, man, yeah, yeah, one of the, one uh, of the ones. Fucking Game of Thrones, uh, I, okay, so, I love that show, was that fun to do? Oh, again, yeah, I
1: mean, just the nice, the nicest bunch of people, you know, we, we were up to our knees in pig shit, but it was just a great bunch. And <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a massive fan. I was a huge fan, yeah, so I was yeah. like, is there any part, you know? The, the weird thing is, is that there was this weird cross-pollinization with the, the creators had written an episode of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia because they're massive fans. Oh my God. I'm. I was in one of those episodes because Charlie day and I worked on a film together and he was like, Hey, do you want to come and be on the show? Yeah. I was like, yes, of course. But then love they it. saw me in that and they were like, Oh, do you want to come and do a bit on, well, I, you know, I had to audition and whatever, but come and do a bit on David's Thrones. So I, I was so, so happy about that.
0: Yeah. Holy shit. I love that work. It yeah. gets work. And I fucking love me some Charlie Day. Let me tell you something. Oh, I never had the pleasure of working with him. But when I was doing stand-up, this is my Charlie Day story. When I was oh, okay. doing stand-up, I was like young comic. I was early 20s, like right out of college. And I was just figuring out my act. And sometimes, like my act was basically like non-sequitur, flipping through channels, <laughs> impressions, you know. Basically, that was my act, and and some sometimes it was great, you know, and then sometimes people were just like, "What the fuck is going on with this kid? Is he on drugs?" And so sometimes it and, was yes, fun drug. yeah. it was yeah. <laughs> right, exactly. Oh. So exactly, and so there was one of these nights where I had, you know, I had some people in the audience, and I was like, and it was one of those kind of lukewarm nights, you know, where I was. Yeah. <laughs> bouncing off walls, and people were just like, uh, um, what happened? <laughs> and then, so afterward, <laughs> afterward, I'm outside, like, smoking a cigarette. I'm like, oh, God, what happened? And there was there's Charlie Day, who walks up to me. Before he was Charlie Day, he was, like, my age, basically, in his early 20s. I didn't know who yeah. the fuck he was. All I knew was that he was, like, dating one of my friend' girlfriend, uh, girl, oh, yeah. Ray, uh, Faye, who I, I went to college with him. He goes, oh, man, that was hysterical. Like, I love, like, that's, he's like, if I was to do stand-up comedy, that's what I would do, and you should not quit. You should just keep on going, never stop. And I was like, thanks, man. And it, and his energy, you know, it's so, like, it was so positive. And, and uh, um, so I, I, I'll I always remember that. And then he went on to become, you know, him, you know.
1: Oh, uh, man. That, yeah. yeah. That's so good to hear. And that is, is that. That is an example of that's the Charlie that I've, you know, worked with a few times. Just, just the best individual, a real mensch, just the funniest, most clever, sweet guy. Just fantastic. And 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 you, I I wish that you would work together. I've no doubt that would be amazing, man. I mean. I... I it's always funny Philadelphia is, is one of the great American comedies now. And yet it has no love from the awards. It has, it's so strange. It's like this massively syndicated program all over the world. And yet the man on the street would have no idea what it is. And it's like season, is it 15 now, maybe? Jesus. So, <laughs> it's yeah. crazy. Yeah, their output of work is just phenomenal. And it's also a testament to write your own shit. You know, if you haven't got a job and you can't get arrested, write something with your friends, film it, and maybe (laughs) it'll turn into, (laughs) it's always funny. You know, I believe that they filmed it and then they knew it was not that great, so they re-filmed it. You know, they really finessed it and just talented fuckers, you know. Uh,
0: fuckers. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Seriously, it's it, it's impressive, and I, I don't think they get the love because they came out of like um, FX or something. Like they weren't. They helped. They helped the streaming or or helped them like the the independent. Oh services get their you know get on the mark you know um uh, that's what i think yeah. is yeah I, I don't, know. I don't that's know that's my that's my two bits about it but they uh they should man they should get some kind of i have all sorts of stuff i'm i'm i'm, I'm gonna put you in things man because i like working with you and uh, i like talking with you and, and i hope to work with you more in the future because um I think, uh, I, I really, I really think that, uh, I really hope that you're going to get some, some, I hope everybody gets a, like a little boost. This whole ensemble yeah. gets a little boost from this show, you know? I, I It's such a, I, it's such a classy piece of material, and I really, I, I feel like everyone did such an excellent job, I, and I, that I really hope
1: yeah, back at you. I I genuinely hope the same for all of us. And if nothing else, I feel like I feel like the industry, my friends in our world that have watched it, really respond to it. And if nothing else, it's it's definitely a peg of quality in in the performances. You know, like okay, I don't know how many people are going to watch it, whatever, but it's definitely a project that. Hopefully, people will look back on it and go, the performances in it from the ensemble were g- genuinely good, you know, and, and I, I do believe that. I don't think that's just us waxing miracle, you know, some, some great, great nuance and performance
0: in that. Loved it. And, wow, our backslapping budget is going to be insane. Oh, fuck. Oh no! Now,
1: this, this is the reason why I don't do podcasts because there's nothing worse than hearing actors talking about
0: how tough life. No, is. no, people. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it, it, people dig it. They do dig it. Man. You know what they yeah. dig? They dig. They dig that like we're people and that like we actually like can talk to each other and you know, go on. I think they appreciate that kind of thing. And you're super cool, man. And I, I know that I'm going to fucking see you soon at some kind of event or I'm going to see um, a my screen in something that I love soon. And so um, yeah, and you, thanks bad. for coming on the, the 40 Experience podcast. Was you, oh my I, God. I hope, I hope it was hope painless. You. Was it
1: painless? It was beautiful. And I looked forward to playing a serial killer in Moon Lake Called Burn Gold, yeah.
0: one way or another. <laughs> <laughs> You're crazy. on, man. We're gonna do it. We the we article. are going to do that. I, you know, you know, we're making an animated series, so you never know. You maybe you oh. maybe we may have an episode where you show up as you. Just kidding. <laughs> ask, <yeah>. Stay the <laughs> way. Stay the <laughs> way. Thanks, All right, bro. brother. Thank you. Okay. I'll well, stick soon. I'll uh, okay. <laughs> Okay, bye. Bye. bye.